It's nothing against Albert. I think he deserves this attention that he's going to get this year. He's going to get everything that he's earned for sure. But it just makes me question, like, how much of a distraction is this going to be from the overall goal of, you know, getting in the postseason and, and potentially winning a championship? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 30 where we talk all things Major League Baseball. Here's Kyle Corwin and Nate Reyes. It all starts right now. Welcome back to the 3-0 Take, presented by Big League Chew. This is episode 268. I'll be your host, Kyle Cord, and I'm here with my co-host, Nate Reyes. Nate. We back, we back, we back. One week from the highly anticipated Hot Takes and Predictions episode. Where we just get absolutely bashed in the comment section. Just pummeled. But it's, <laughs> it's the most looked forward to episode of the year, every year. An annual tradition of ours yes it's my favorite i look forward to it the most i think last year we broke it up into two and we wanted to do a hot take episode for each league but i said no that after the win after the offseason we had we're just gonna yeah. it, we're gonna have a bash we're gonna it, it, it may be six hours who knows this we'll could see, be a long one yeah we'll see where the wind takes us yeah but we are one week away from that it's hard to believe we are coming up on april it baseball, still doesn't feel real. Like it I, does. I still, I feel like some, like we're, we're still some kind of bad news is going to come. We're like, oh nope, sorry, no season. Like I just, I don't, I'm nervous. Like I just need opening day to happen, and then we're good. I just need opening day to hit. Just even if it's one game, just give me one game. And if if they have to cancel the season after opening day, then we can figure out who gets the World Series trophy and all that based on we can we can. You're going to be useless. You're going to be useless on opening day, aren't you? You're not going to get any work done. No, I'm not going to get any work done at all. Well, happens to the best of us. Which is fine, though, because we that given that that's a Thursday, we would be recording on that Thursday. True. But since we're just going to we're gonna create a whopper of an episode for this Hot yeah. Takes episode, so we're just going to let that one be the one episode of the week and just let it let it sit with you guys for a few days that week. So there'll be no there'll be no two episodes that week. It'll just be the hot takes, and then we'll link back up with you guys uh, at the start of next uh, the following week. Um, but speaking of baseball, one more thing before we get into all this pool holes and uh, City Connect uniform and Marte and all that stuff. Um, your boy is back with with Sunday League baseball. Kinda, oh yeah, kind of snuck up on me. I got a text the other day saying, "Hey, the first game's this Sunday. Uh, are you in?" Whoa. And I said, well, I haven't picked up a baseball since probably October. So, yeah, I'm in. I'm in. Um, <laughs> Clearly putting in the off-season work. I mean, I, hey, hey, I've been going to the gym, so I'm at least, I can at least stand on my own two legs for more than 30 minutes before I need to sit down. So I can at least do that. Um, but I'll be uh, joining the, the, the highly touted Lake Monsters you gotta watch out for those guys for the for the spring summer season. So that'll be fun. No longer on the Red Sox slash Yankees, which still don't understand how that was allowed to be a thing last week. I don't. I don't get that at all. The Doesn't country chat was like, "You interested in being on the team? We're gonna we're gonna combine forces with the Yankees." I said, "I I don't know what that means. I, what does that mean? What is that another language? I, I don't understand what you're saying." But uh, yeah, finally finally got some sense into myself and said, "No, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna join a real team." The Lake Monsters, which do they even exist anymore in real life? Old, old Loch Ness. They were a minor league team. I don't know. Did they get booted from? Did, did Manfred boot them? Are they still? Are they part of I have that? No idea. 
are they part of are they on the outside looking in kind it's of like thing? A straight, it's just a carousel of names that rotate in the minor league system that i've just have no idea all the teams switch on a regular basis they change affiliations it's i like, can't yeah i can't give me, keep up give me a little bit of consistency please minor league baseball, seriously please. like are the isotopes uh they used to be i don't know i don't know who they are i don't they were Padres. They were the Rockies. Like, were they the Giants at one point, or am I way off I, there? I don't know, dude. I just I can't keep it straight. All that to say, though, back in uh, back in the Sunday League swing of things, um, yours truly, may I remind you, didn't have a single strikeout last fall. So we'll see if we can continue that streak. Who who really That's knows? That's big time right there. I mean, the the guys are throwing like fifty. So I'm not not awfully proud of it, but don't something to build off of. You know, don't need to let anybody know that. Uh, speaking of 50, um, Albert Pujols is basically 50 and he's coming back for a one year deal with the Cardinals. Nate, how do we, how do we feel about this? I know you and I had kind of predicted it. We, we wanted it to happen. We said it was really the only place that seemed fitting. I know you wanted him to retire years ago. Cause you're like, what else is there to do? Like you've done everything. Mm-hmm. And I would agree with you mm-hmm. because quite frankly, he's got what tw- he needs t- 21 home runs to get 700 i don't see that happening and so i was talking with some people yesterday i was like what's what's the end game here aside from reuniting with the cardinals what's the end game i respect the move i'm glad he's there it's fitting he's getting the, the tour that he needs he's getting we yeah. haven't had one in a while right we haven't had that that final season tour that like you you know you go park to park and you get honored and stuff um i'm just curious to see it, it, we wanted this right if it was going to happen, if he was going to sign anywhere, it had to be in St. Louis. 21 home runs, I don't know. Like, that's a decent amount. That's a really good season for his age. But he did hit 17 last year, which I was reminded of. So it's yeah. not out of the realm of possibility. Well, that's what I'm thinking. That he did really well against lefties, and now you're putting him in a ballpark where he feels most comfortable? I don't know. Dude, he got... He had 17 home runs in 296 plate appearances last year. Do you foresee him getting 296 plate appearances? Kinda. Yeah, dude. Because and here's here's kind of my second thought on this. I'm now kind of concerned about the Cardinals doing anything as far as the season goes, as being a contender now. You got way too much going on there in house. Yeah. Just like too much distraction. You're talking about all eyes on Albert the entire time. Yachty and Wainwright. But, I mean, if, if we're going to have the tour going, if we're going to have, you know, like sellout tickets at all times, that's good. It's great for baseball. It's great to see these guys one last time. But, like, I'm just curious. I don't know how that affects the clubhouse. You know, I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. You think about every visiting ballpark you go to for the last two months of the season, basically. Albert's going to go out there, tip of the cap, some type of ceremony at home plate, maybe a gift. You know, there's like that all the time, every day, like two, three times a week, you're going to deal with that. So I don't know how that affects his clubhouse, the Cardinals clubhouse. Like, do the players like eventually like, okay, okay, dude, like we've done this 20 times already. It's impressive. Yes. You're an awesome baseball player. You're going to be a hall of famer, but like, do you get burnt out on it? I don't know. As far as the home run stuff goes, as far as the plate appearances go, I think he's going to get them because you're not going to you're not going to not put him in the lineup. You know what I mean? Their manager wasn't even born. Pulse was in second grade by the time Oliver was born. Like, yeah. Like, yo, he's going to, you're not going to 
just not put them in the lineup. You have a sellout crowd. You're going to have signs. You have all these kids and, and people asking for autographs and stuff. Like if I'm, if I'm pool holes and I walk up and I'm feeling like, you know, you had a solid round of BP that day and I walk up and see that Oliver hasn't put me in the lineup. I'm just taking the marker and just writing mine and said, no, I'm, I'm hitting today. And yeah. that's that. Like, well, yeah. what is he going to say? Nothing. Not going to say anything. He's going to say, yes, sir, because you respect your elders. That's what you're <laughs> supposed to do. He's going to be, yeah, no, I, I think he's going to be in the lineup a lot. I would say probably close to like 400 ABs. 400 AB, plate he appearances or ABs here? I'm going to go plate appearances. 400, 400 plate appearances. Plate appearances. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know how often he was walking last year, but still, I'm going to say, I'm going to say 400 plate appearances this year. Let's, uh, just to give you a little more clarity on that decision, just in case you want to adjust your... He's not going to be doing anything to risk his his health either. No. That guy is not stretching in, and getting an extra 90 at any point. Let's put him at third base for a couple games, huh? Let's get weird. I don't know about all that. He is He's going to be in the field a few times, especially when Wayno's on the bump. Have all three on the field at the same I time. I mean, he's played, he's played third base. Let's I know, get he weird. started out in left field. Let's get weird with it. Um... So last year, you're asking about his walks. Uh, last year, he had 296 plate appearances, walked 14 times. Yeah, he's not walking too much. Had 50 ribbies, 17 home runs, not, 65, yeah. 65 uh, hits. I don't know. I need it at this point. Like, I need 700. Give me the give me the Bernie back, Mister 700. Mister 700. That's not. I'm not crazy, right? Like, that's a pretty solid ratio. Uh, 17 home runs to 65 hits. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's fantastic, right? Yeah. Like, it's been a minute since I had a math class, but that's uh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Actually, yeah, he's have, not he's not going to care about anything else. It's literally just home runs. It's got to be. They have numbers for these things. That's a 5.7 home run percentage, which is actually as high as since 2015. Good for Albert. I need it. Good for Albert. You know what? At this point, why not? Twenty one can happen. Yeah. And what did he sign for? He signed for like two million. Two, two and, and a half, half mil. That's cool. That tells you one thing. He's here. He's here for one thing. So it's nothing against Albert. I think he deserves this attention that he's going to get this year. I do think he, you know, he's going to get everything that he's earned for sure. But it just makes me question, like, how much of a distraction is this going to be from the overall goal of, you know getting in the postseason and, and potentially winning a championship. So I don't know. I don't know how that affects the clubhouse. I don't know if it's a distraction or not. I don't know if they rally around it, but my gut feeling, my gut feeling is, is they're not going to do anything this year. Talking about three guys that you're hoping, you know, that are all up there in age that are hoping for a big impact between Wayno, Yachty and, and pool holes. I mean, as we've seen, Wainwright can still sling it. Like that's the only one I kind of have faith in. Well, I mean, Yachty is gonna give you what what Yachty yeah. gives you. It's not it's not gonna be anything superior, but at least there's a little element, a little bit of an element of reliability there and consistency. However, also, you what's weird is that, that like if you're Wayno and Yachty, like what if you were coming in this season mentally being like, yeah, th- this is it for me too. Now, what do you say? Like, do you say that? Do you come out and and, and announce that now and then like you have this trio? Of legendary Cardinals all finishing their final well, they, year together. They already said though, isn't this it? this is it for them? I don't know about Wayno. I'm pretty I sure heard that. I'm pretty sure. Didn't we talk about this? I don't know. 
Let me let me see here. I'm almost positive he said he's indicated that he'd retire after the 2021 or 2022 season. This has to be it. Well, I listened to uh, I think it was uh, I think it was R2C2 a couple weeks ago that he was on, and he was just like, "Well, I mean, I didn't expect to feel this good, you know." Yeah. So, but he does have other stuff. I mean, he's great in the bot in the broadcast booth. He's great calling Fantastic. games. Saw him in the postseason. He said he's working on something, um, some type of like premium access thing that he's trying to produce and put together, which I'm hoping he was very like, I can't share too much about it, but he was very much like, well, are we going to get like a hard knocks baseball thing from this that Wayno's going to produce and create? That'd be sweet. So I don't know. I mean, yeah, I could see it, but it, it's also kind of strange because you're like, well, I don't want to take away from Albert's farewell tour you know no i you know i don't think i don't think that's the case i i think if anything this just makes it a little more complete like yeah it would have been cool to see yadi and wayne uh wayno kind of go out together but i just want all three to come out and and be openly just say yes i'm done this year we're gonna do it together and you may to be honest with you you may get that before went from wayne right before the season starts because we we know yadi's on his way out so i mean i feel like it only makes sense for him because then, you're kind of like, like what you're saying, you're kind of in this weird nebulous where it's like, hey, you guys go enjoy your gifts that you're going to get. I'm going to stand over here and right. stop step of the dugout. Like, no, you just. I'm also retiring, but I'm not getting any gifts or having a tour. It's weird, right? So, yeah. like, it might as well admit that all three are going to call it, which even, you know, more points to the fact that uh, how are they going to be able to focus on, on, a, on a regular season? I mean, all if this I, going on. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. But, I mean, if I'm Wainwright, I don't know if I want to be there for that transition to when Yachty's not my catcher. At all. Like I wouldn't, I, want, I wouldn't want any part I'm of out. that. Even if I'm yeah. feeling good, I'm out. Like, I'll just yeah. go I'll go play Sunday League with Kyle. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like That'd be tight. That, I mean, we'd win every game, but I don't know how exciting it would be for us in the field. But, you know, I mean. Just back-picking fools left and right. Might. Might make some some dope content out of it. Who knows? Maybe he, he he's got to be listening. He has to be. Oh yeah, what's up, guy? Spe- no, Wainwright. Oh, Wayno. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about Wainwright. <laughs> um, I mean, if we had both, I mean, why not? That'd be that'd be great too. Get get Pujols out here. He he could he could still swing it. I think he could put a few out. Maybe you know what? Let's call let's call Major League Baseball and see if. He just foregoes this whole season, and if his stats from Sunday League can translate, come be a lake over, monster. Come be, come a, be a lake, Albert. Monster. Come be a lake monster. Your stats, we'll 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 get it. <laughs> we'll get it in the works for you. Your stats will translate over. Uh, no, but I'm a little salty about. It's nothing to do with Adam Wainwright. It's more about his people. I I think I've shared this story with you on here before, but back when I was uh, when I was working with Duke Athletics, I remember getting a message. It was like I think it was like a Facebook message, or maybe it was an email. And, uh, you know, no free ads, but it's a baseball company. So whatever Mizuno reaches out to me. So people, people that, uh, work with, with Wayno, cause that's like his glove mm-hmm. of choice. They uh, reached out and they're like, Hey, Wainwright's got this. He's, he's part of this video series that we're doing for all these Mizuno athletes. Cause they do like volleyball and other stuff too. And they're like, we noticed you have like a really big following on Facebook. And we're wondering if maybe like over the next few months you could like help us promote this video series. And I'm like, yeah, sure. I do remember that. Yeah. I was like, yeah, sure. Like, uh, what can you do for me? Can we get, uh, cause I think at that time I was still doing the blog. I don't, we weren't doing the podcast at that point. I don't think really. 
I don't. Yeah, this may have been pre pre uh, pre podcast. In fact, I think I almost guaranteed it was. But um, I was like, yeah, like what can you do for me? Can I can I do like a, a article featuring Wayno or something? Can I get like an interview of sorts? And didn't hear back from him. So I'm like, forget your videos, man. I don't care about your videos. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I was a little. Yeah, Mizuno. It's okay. Like you could stretch the budget a little bit. Like feel free to toss us a coin. Toss us a like, Rude. just. I don't even need that. Just give me a chance to talk with Wayno. That's it. That's all I wanted. Uh, but yeah, all that to say, um, like I like I mentioned, this was really the only place that made sense. Yeah. And I go back to my quote from a number of episodes ago when he was. This was before he was with. Uh, before he decided to go to L.A. or to the Dodgers, and I was like, one at bat in St. Louis makes more sense than a full season anywhere else. I agree. And so I'm. I'm glad that he's yeah. come out and said that he's cut, like this is it, this is the end yeah. for him. And I think to your point, if if we can just get Wayno to come out and say it, it'll be a nice little package deal. We can just right send him off into the sunset. Exactly. Um, and you know exactly get them all all three together, taking pictures everywhere they go. Uh, but yeah, I, no, I I have a good feeling about about 700. I really do. I think he's gonna be basically playing every game for the first two or three months. I could see that. Just a full time DH for, and just try to get as many of those as he can because you don't want to get down to the home stretch where it's like mid August and he's he needs like nine home runs. You're like, uh, oh no. You want to get as many out of the way as you can. So if I think if we can get to like 15 before the end of July, oh, it's in the bag. If he can get That's, 15 by the end of July, it's in the yeah, bag. Yeah, I have. Yeah, I feel good about that. Because you you've got what you've got August September and well ha, with the with the scheduling we're we're still starting that first those first few days of October of the postseason right is that still the, I think so I think yeah. we're just adding a couple of double headers and to make up the difference mm-hmm. so you've got you said end of July so yeah so you got two months to hit six home runs yeah assuming he gets a fifteen by the end of July yeah that's you can do that yeah I think so I think he can do it. All right, you you. They're gonna they're gonna have to put them. They're gonna have to put them in between some guys. Get some type, of, you know, like I don't know who, but you got to give them some protection. You can't throw them in like the five or six hole. No, put them in the no leadoff protection. spot, man. Just get him as many abs. <laughs> get him as many slowest leadoff hitter of all time. Oh, man, can we get a courtesy runner? <laughs> can, yeah, can we? I mean, we've got the Shohei rule now. Can we get the Pujols rule where if you've got a guy on the cusp of history, you can. Just do whatever you want to make sure it happens. Like, seems pretty Makes reasonable sense. to me. Yeah, seems pretty reasonable. Um, that's really all I have on it. I'm you. You've instilled some some confidence in me. I to be honest with yeah, you, when I when I'm I saw he was coming back, I was like, like I mentioned, I was talking with some people. I'm like, what Cardinals fans specifically? I was like, what what's the end game here? Here's here's uh, I'll give you a little early hot take here. Are you but ready? Makes sense. Oh, getting a getting a start a little bit. Let's see. Let's see what a you got. A little a little early hot take. I mean, to be fair, you've already started. If, you said you think Pujols can get 15 by the end of July. Yeah, if he if he uh, if he doesn't, that full beard is going to turn into that old school goatee stubble that he used to have back in the day. He's going to be. He's going to cut it into that, and then all of a sudden, doing whatever just, he can be. He's going Big Mac land all the time with that old school goatee that he had. That's what's coming. That's bold. <laughs> it needs to happen. I mean, if you're Pujols. Why not just? Why not right one. away? Yeah, day one. I mean, right away. To be fair, the full like stubble beard that he has is goals. It looks fire at all times. It's well kept. 
he does a good job. But the the goatee is just like what we know. It's what we it's what we watched forever. That man gets his beard trimmed to the laser. I'm yeah. convinced that thing is clean and sharp. Like I think Big Big Poppy and Albert are like right there for like the best well kept beard. They gotta see the same guy. Like, yeah, I mean that is incredible. <laughs> Especially in his presser yesterday, I was like, all right, all right, man, all right, man, was good. Hey, I'm just to be honest with you, I'm glad he got his number five back. I'm glad nobody yeah. <laughs> nobody decided to go out there and yeah. Try to pull some funny business. That's what I'll say. That I'll say if he's not halfway there by all-star break, as far as these 21 home runs we need, if he doesn't have 10 or 11 up, he's going full old-school goatee mode. All right. There you have it. There's my little early Getting the, the, the appetizer for the uh, the hot takes episode. Um, Cattell Marte. D-backs have agreed with Cattell Marte on a five-year contract through 2027, which begins next year, I believe, that the new part of that extension. And so he has a team option for 2028. Uh, Cattell Marte, as we learned in our in our digging around and just apparent common sense, guy can, guy can ball. There's a stud. Slept Does not on, get enough love. Yeah, slept on highly being out there in Arizona. Yeah, doesn't get enough love. He hits uh, last year's a 318 uh, batting average with uh, 50 RBIs. He was dealing with some hamstring issues, but 340 ABs, 318 hitter, not bad. Um, I'm sure you could probably speak to this a little more. I mean, I know you're not a, you're not a day one D-backs fan by any stretch, but the guy can move around the field. We know that much at least. Yeah, but it sounds like this guy long term is going to be there. Their everyday second baseman. So that's always helpful when a guy when when you agree to an extension and and you instill in him the confidence that you are our fill in the blank whatever position it may be. That's got to feel good and that's got to help you relax. Also, yeah. considering the fact that you just got it back. So yeah, well, I think it's I think it's one thing if you're like floating around the infield, but if you're going from second to center field, like you know, multiple times a week, it's got to feel really strange. That's that's a very different pre-game routine that's a very different you know everything so letting him settle in will be huge um i think i mean if you can commit to him and david peralta and just start kind of shaping around them i'd like to see that but i don't know i think i think peralta is going to be shipped out pre-deadline and i don't know what else is even really that exciting about their their team I mean, you got Christian Walker who can kind of hit um, their catcher. I'm spacing on their catcher's name, who's who's a stud. He was in the Cardinals organization, and Yachty was just like, nah, I'm sticking around for Carson Kelly. Carson Kelly, thank you. Um, so I, I think there's some pieces there. I mean, and I'm not saying, like, compete for the division, but, I mean, let things kind of play out. Then why not become potentially that sneaky team, right? I mean, it's safe to say they'll be better than last year. I think so. Yeah. I think so. Um, and why not just kind of compete to it? Christian so, Walker, another guy that could that's potentially. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Like, some dudes that can hit a little bit. And so, if you can get that put together, and I don't know, I feel like I say this, like, every week. But, like, if you can start to find the Braves mold of, like, just extending your young guys and building around them, and and maybe one of them will pop up to be a superstar, like that's cool. That's I like that. 
And then you just kind of fill in the gaps as you go, you know? So I'm curious to see how they play this out. Do they try to play that, like, you know, raise every once in a while, the A's kind of, kind of cards where you can not spend too much, have this core, maybe catch some fire and, and sneak into like a wild card, you know, maybe kind of position. And then eventually you just start building and building, you know, like to where the Rays are now. That could work. It's going to take some time. And then worst case scenario, you know, if you get sick of it, that's a tradable contract with Cattell. Very tradable. Considering he's, I, I think, a top three second baseman. Absolutely. At least top five. And, I mean, they've also got Dalton Varsho, which I know you and I have admitted oh, to yeah. not knowing much about. But from all that I read, all that I research, yeah. all that I hear about, this guy is going to make some noise. So, I mean, if you're the Diamondbacks, no real sense in having any high hopes for any real type of success this year. But you've yeah. got pieces there that can at least be encouraging. Yeah. To where it's like we can at least be more competitive than we were last year. Yeah. We still got a really top-heavy uh, division that we're playing in, but I mean, you've got things kind of like the kind of the same way the Twins do with this Correa thing, where it's like you've got—I mean, they don't have a Correa by any yeah. stretch, but they have things that if if they feel the need to just blow it up at the deadline, you've got like you said, very tradable options. You've got pieces mm-hmm. that other teams are going to be very attracted to that are going to fill a lot of holes, especially with a lot of these guys being flexible in terms of where they play. Yeah. I mean, it, you're not in you could be let, we'll just say you could be in a worse spot if you're the Diamondbacks. Yeah, I agree. I think um I I if they did have some type of future, I would have liked to have seen um like a couple free agent signings that are like flippable. You know, when like the Marlins brought in, you know, Marte and Duval, you know, guys like that. I know they hang, they hung on to uh, Aguilar, but like I feel like he fit to that mold of all right, let's bring these guys in. And then, you know, if we get a good deal in the middle of the season to uh, to ship them out. Yeah, you, you kind of just get, sit on them a little bit. Yeah, sit on them, see how they do. If they have a good first half, you trade them, get, you know, some prospects. And and, and I think that could kind of help the rebuilding process with them a little bit. But uh, when you kind of run through those list of names, I'm like, ooh, okay. Like maybe a little something here in four or five years. I mean, you've got, uh, say what you will about Nick Ahmed, but prior to last year in those he had a little Pick stretch there where he, where he was on a lot of people's top 10 shortstop list, which I know is yeah. crazy to hear to consider. He can think pick about. It. I mean, you got pieces. Yeah, that's, I agree. I think it's kind of there. And again, it's not competing for, uh, for the division, but like, you know, if, if they're mm, five games under 500, when it's all said and done this year, I think it's a pretty good year. Yeah. I mean, they, didn't they win like, it was like 50, 50 something games last year. Right? Yeah. I think they can they could potentially do some things. I want to make sure that's um because I don't want to sound like but I'm it was like fifty fifty two, fifty three games. I have no idea what their pitching staff looks like. Couldn't tell you. Fifty two games, look at that. That's what I thought. Fifty two games. So fifty two and a hundred and ten. Fifty five games back in the division. <laughs> hey, they're they're only thirty eight back in the wild card. I mean <laughs> glass half full here. Yeah. Uh, it's pitching, not happening anytime soon, but yeah, pitching uh, and if there's any D-backs fans listening, which I don't know if those really exist, if there's any listening, feel free to correct me, but the projected rotation I'm seeing right now is Bumgarner, Merrill Kelly, Luke Weaver, Zach Davies, Zach Gallon. I forgot they added Zach Davies. 
I. It's not a terrible. It's really not. It's really not. It's kind of a, a group of misfits, but yeah, it's it really fire. not. Maybe maybe there's something that goes down with with some of those veterans. You know, maybe you have like a Davies and and Peralta and Kelly that just kind of like they do their thing, and you ship them out mid season, knowing that you know it's not going to happen this year. And I just I. I want to see teams start to take those steps. Now, I feel like they could. They've mismanaged a lot of situations before. Dansby yeah. Swanson and Goldschmidt are two very big mishandled situations. Yeah, they've made some questionable decisions as an organization. I don't even know if Shelby Miller. Oh, actually, he just signed a minor league deal with the Yankees. <laughs> I did. So that, he's yeah. still he's still sniffing around. Um, but yeah, it's they they need to start course correcting just a little bit. And why not do it around Quetzal Marte? And while you're at it, just build a new stadium, uh, please. Make it's just it's not it's not good. Chase Field is not a baseball field. It's, it's not really not, dude. You're like you walk around, and it's like walking around the high school's uh, high school hallway when you're walking around the concourse. You can't see the field. It's just a hallway. It's just cinder block hallway everywhere you go. What is that? That's so weird. It's dope when they open it up, though. Much better when it's when the roof is open, the, that like back panel of glass slides open. That's all cool. But like, come on, dude. The Cardinals are doing their thing, right? The Suns are dope. Like, start to build some momentum around the energy of this city, sports-wise. I mean, I'm not a big Chase Field guy, but I will say my road to the show guy rakes at Chase Field, so I can't. I believe it. I can't. Can't say too much. 174 about. home runs a year. What you're was, with that guy? I think it was up in like the 200s, but oh boy, I, I couldn't. Know why you play it? Why is I it, couldn't? Is, I couldn't find where to change the setting, the difficulty. So I was just like, you know what? Let's just run with it, see how we do. Isn't that funny? We get to a certain age, like where we play video games, it's maybe like I don't know five times a year. You just get to a certain age where you're like, I'm not doing this to prove anything to myself. I'm just doing it to unwind. I'm so just, if I play on rookie mode, I'm playing on rookie mode. Like. <laughs> I just want to feel this. I want to feel good. I'll be a 680 hitter with 225 bombs if I want to. Like if that <laughs> helps me slow down and kind of unwind from the week, I'll do it. I don't I care. Know. You used to do it when you were a teenager. You're like, I need to challenge myself. I need to make this as hard as possible and succeed. Now I'm just like, life is hard enough. I, <laughs> I, I need to be able to relax. Let me just hit these virtual bombs, please. Like, <laughs> let me at least have that. Uh too much tell me about uh our friends over big league chew the one the only big league chew founded by former left-handed pitcher rob nelson big league chew started from humble beginnings in the portland mavericks bullpen in 1977 for more than 40 years the iconic pouches packed with shredded flavorful bubble gum has become the number one shredded gum of athletes everywhere big league chew has sold more than 900 million pouches and is designated as the hall of fame bubble gum grab some gum Head to Big League Chew's social media channels at Big League Chew on Twitter, at Big League Chew Gum on Instagram to show off your Big League bubbles. You can also find a list of retailers or purchase any products directly from their website at BigLeagueChew.com. Big League Chew. Big League Chew. Sorry, we're just talking about video games and life being hard and being a kid. and it just, Big League Chew makes it easier. It's it much sense. easier. Much easier. Um... What else we got? Oh, uh, Chris Archer, nothing nothing major in terms of news here, but uh, Twins picked him up, uh, which could kind of be expected. He The, the Twins are, are one of those teams out there that could definitely benefit from an arm. Like, 
I mean, to be fair, most teams can, but they're one of those ones where they, they needed to add an arm uh, to kind of make sense of what they've been doing this offseason. It's been a little weird, as as we've already talked about with the Correa stuff. And I don't get it. Just the direction of their franchise. No idea what they're doing. So, I mean, it's not it's not a fix. Like, if you could have gone out there and gotten the two arms from Oakland, okay, now I can kind of see it. But this this is at least a step in that direction. If that's where they're headed, who really knows? I I don't know. I, not Twins guy, but I have can, no idea. Can you make sense of this at all? No. I mean, the the best thing they've done this offseason was to offload Donaldson's contract. I don't know what else they're doing. I I I guess you can. I don't see who would trade for Correa. I don't know if that's a, a, an option mid season. If he has any any somewhat of like a normal year for him, he's opting out and he's hitting the free agency block again, right? But like, why? If you know that and you're an outside team, why trade for him, right? Like, well, I so I'm a little lost as to. Well, I mean, it, it made sense for Correa. It just doesn't make sense for the Twins. Sure, but I mean, presumably, if you're one of those teams that does want to trade for him, you're you're one of those teams that has a window to to do something this year and you think that you can just outbid it. Like if you want to keep them around, you, you think you can outbid everyone else. So it's probably going to, if a team does pick them up, it's probably going to be one of those teams such as the Yankees who was initially in on them in the first place Mm -hmm. that doesn't really like how their current situation is playing out Mm -hmm. at short. And they're going to go. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Potentially like a, like a, um, you know, like a, a in-season injury at your main shortstop position or, like you said, underperforming in some ways. I get that. I just I feel like he's going to hit the market no matter what. He wants 350 Like, he is dead set on getting 350 He wants more money than than both Lindor and Tatis, right? He feels that he deserves it. And I don't. I can't argue with him. He's got, a, he's got a ring where those guys don't, coming off probably his best defensive year of all time. So... I'm just I'm trying to figure out why you wouldn't hit the market. Okay, worst case you wait it out and you finish all three years with whatever team trades for you, then then you're hitting the market at 31 again. But there's like I think there's something that like it says something when he gets uh, he wants 342. That's the minimum, right? Because Lindor got 341, Tatis at 340. He wants it, it just a tick higher than those guys. That says something. But if he's going to play out this this little weird multi-option contract, he's not going to get it in three years. If he did, I would be insanely concerned for the, the well-being of yeah, what, baseball. What are you gonna, a nine-year, $350 million contract, and he's going to retire at 40 as a shortstop? No, it's not going to happen. So I'm, I'm curious. Maybe it is like one of those, those teams, maybe like the Mariners, you know, knowing that they're not going to extend him, J.P. Crawford has a down year or something like that, and they just say, hey, let's just trade for him right now and, and make a run this year. Maybe something like that. Maybe one of those teams. I don't know. It's a little different. Either way, I I kind of forgot Chris Archer was even still in the league. But. Yeah, I mean, he's 33 years old, so who knows? Maybe this, maybe this is the place. Pirates ruined them. The, the Pirates ruin everybody. The only thing the Pirates don't ruin is – a nice evening at the ballpark with a great view that you can't really ruin that, that. view it's, is insane. It's, it's kind of tough to ruin that. Uh, but who knows? Maybe he goes there and has a, however you want to <laughs> describe or, or interpret a resurgence as it were. Maybe he Marwin Gonzalez running into baseballs. 
Trying to find a spot on the roster. Barely knew you. Um, but yeah, maybe maybe he goes there and has a little bit of a resurgence for his standards. Who knows? I wouldn't hold your breath, but weirder things have happened in baseball, and maybe he serves as somewhat of a veteran presence for a team who who knows? Maybe they find maybe they have a year that nobody's expecting. Maybe that lineup that they've constructed maybe pulls it together, finds their Finds their stride, I don't and maybe think they're he... going to be bad. I don't think they're going to be bad at no, all. No, but I, I, I think the the Twins maximize their their window, if you will, uh, mm-hmm. a, a few years back, where it was like, wow, the, tw- the Twins are the team to beat, and then yeah. people wanted to continue to assign that role to them, and they, it, as we've seen, it's just not happening, and yeah. I think it's only going to get worse. But all I have to say, I don't think they're going to be bad, but I think this Archer move could, like I said, could potentially provide them somewhat of a veteran presence for a team that who knows maybe finds finds their stride and they could find themselves in the hunt for a, a wild card spot who knows yeah who we really shall knows? see uh so my college roommate actually just texted me mm-hmm. and he says i have a question and i was like what's up and he's like where's the best place to sit at a baseball game should i tell him about SeaGeek? <laughs> sure did you just really just manufacture some type of little story to, for this ad read, or is Legit- that true? They Legitimately, uh, I mean, I'll, I'll give you the proof. <laughs> Where is the best place to sit at a baseball game? And that's no, that's not me texting myself. This is the roommate that uh, was a little messy when you lived. No, home. this was college. This was oh, not the. Okay. This was not the kale roommate. Okay. The uh, no, what was that? Was that asparagus? It was whatever the smelly one is. No, kale's not smelly. I think it was like asparagus or something. It's all bad. No, this is this is the college roommate who also goes by Kyle. So I will say, Kyle, SeatGeek has the answer to all your ticket <laughs> needs. Are you looking for tickets? Do you have plans with friends or family to make it to an upcoming game or concert? Or are you even looking months ahead to nail down a date to get tickets before they sell out? With SeatGeek, you can find tickets to games, concert shows, and even theater performances with just a few easy clicks. We're making it even better for you if you're a first-time user of SeatGeek. Next time you add some tickets to your cart, use our promo code the the number three the number zero take pod that's the thirty take pod again we're not the thirty take the three zero take pod at checkout to save twenty dollars instantly off your first purchase as a first time user it's all you got to do to save some of that cash cool hard cash enter promo code the three zero take pod the number th- the the number three the number zero take pod at checkout see geek um where do you think the best place to sit uh, you know that's a great question I was, I was thinking about that um well depends on the ballpark for sure definitely gotta take that in actually account. you know what let's let let's let's let this play out uh let's let's ask him let's see well first i'm gonna ask him if he's going to a game and just make sure he's not asking me random baseball questions yeah fair so i'll say you go into a game we'll see what he says um in the meantime uh oh to answer your question best place i would think or that i would say probably Okay, how about this? Give me your worst place to sit, and then give me your most overrated places place to sit. So you said worst place to sit and most worst overrated? place to sit, and then most overrated. Um, I it's kind of a, g- a generic answer, but I I I stand behind it. Anywhere that has your body, and believe me, there's there's seats that are like this that have your body kind of facing away. From even if they're not facing away, they're not facing what you're there to watch or to look at. It's kind of like so off kilter a little us bit. Us in Fenway, 
Well, that's a unique situation because one, <laughs> we're not shelling out thousands of dollars to be behind home plate, and two, Fenway. I mean, those seats are an anomaly. Like I, I, I don't know, I don't know what to tell you. But my ass could not fit, <laughs> and we're standing looking at the, the the right field foul pole in center field. Yeah, that was that was that was unique. Yeah, we're we're literally just watching. Cole in the bullpen before the game, and that's that's pretty like, much our, our perfectly angle. straight line. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. Oh, oh, here we go. Look at that. He says he he's going to Yankee Stadium at the end of the month. So, All right. let's let's give him a little let's give him a little tip here, and maybe for any listeners who plan on going to Yankee Stadium this year, I haven't been anywhere in left field. Um, what I will say is right field's cool, just because that like it's so it's such a steep stadium. You're right on top of the field. There really isn't that bad of a spot. Um, I'm on the, I'm on kind of the crew that, like I think the club level experience is kind of overrated. Like I, I would say that universally at most ballparks, like club level don't love. But is that where we when we went out to uh, Coors Field for that game? That's when we, we walked went and around. Sat. You remember we were like walking around. We just yeah. like snuck in. I think yeah, it wasn't like no, no, that was not club level. Was it not? We were. It was down did the down in? the first base line. Remember, we like got in there somehow. We did sneak in. We were looking through the glass at one point, right? Yeah, and then we acted like we knew what we were doing and just made our way in. And yeah, we did sneak in. You're right. Um, yeah, it's it's okay, but I would say Yankee Stadium. Anything on the first base side is awesome. If you're club level, make sure it's like right behind home or like in between the dugouts. So right any- field is solid if he's trying to save some money. Anywhere in right field, anywhere on the first base side, anywhere else you would suggest? Yeah, I mean that's that's probably that's probably it. I I've uh I've spent most of my time on the first base side. And you're you're cool with it? Yeah, I loved it. That's probably my favorite place. I like being close to first base just because like that's the that's where you get the most action. I like seeing like you know those bang bang plays where it's safer out and like you can you got a good line for it. I like that stuff. But you can see when. Uh, you just get a good eye on like the trajectory of the baseball, you know, where it's like more difficult if you're right behind home plate, you can't really tell. Everyone freaks out thinking it's a bomb, but it's like a routine fly ball. And you as the ex baseball player, it's like everybody calm down. I know where this ball is. Is it going. weird that like you get that too, right? All the time. I'm like, I, I literally I don't want to sound like an asshole, but no, like, no, no. It's... But like, I'll say under my breath, I'm like, everybody just calm, just calm yeah, down. Relax. relax. It's, it's, He's out in front and it's a broken bat. It's not going anywhere. It's maybe 150 feet. Yeah. At best. Yeah. So I, I like the trajectory of that side angle. You can really see much better, especially on the first base side. Um, but I don't know. I was in right field. I've been right next to the bullpen out there. Those are good spots. Been in the bleacher creatures a little bit. So there's really not a bad spot on that whole right side of Yankee Stadium. I let him know and I told him he's being talked about on the pod. Nice. Um, now that we got that wrapped up, uh, let's, let's close up with these Nike city connect jerseys. The nationals actually just released theirs today. Um, and I believe we found out the schedule for the, this season, uh, either yesterday or today. Um, so as I mentioned, nationals, the first one to debut, they're going to be, uh, it looks like April 9th is when we're going to see those. So, That'll be the quick. That'll quick be the finale to, to the opening series, right? Yeah, real quick to it. Yeah, so that'll be that'll be uh, pretty cool. That'll be a, a Sunday game, right? Because I think the teams that are playing Thursday have Friday off. Have Friday off. Yeah. yeah, 
Uh, so that'll be a Sunday. That'll be actually really nice. That'll be nice. Uh, before we get into those jerseys specifically, though, uh, run through the rest of the schedule in case you haven't heard it. The Astros will be debuting April 20th. The Royals will be debuting April 30th. The Rockies will be June 4th. Looking forward to that one. The Angels, yeah, June 11th. The Brewers, June 24th. And the Padres, July 8th. So I'm looking we, forward to the Padres, too. Padres will be... That there's potential there. So we, in all, we'll have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So seven teams total uh, debuting their Nike City Connect jerseys in 2022. Uh, but as we touched on, the Nationals Day uh, released theirs today. What do we think about them? I love them. Do you really? I do. Wow. I I do. I, I intentionally, when I sent you the, the picture earlier, because I didn't know if you had seen it, I, I intentionally didn't want to get too much of your take on it. I wanted to save it because I was curious, but... To be honest with you, I'm a little surprised. I didn't know that you would like them. I love them. Yeah, I, I love them. I think that the cherry blossoms are cool. I think that like little hidden pattern in the in the actual uniform, like the background pattern is dope. Um, little history lesson for you guys. I think everyone from D.C. kind of knows this, but little history lesson. If you didn't know, cherry blossoms, um, they're a big thing in D.C. because uh, it lines the mall um, and – Basically, it was ah, a, that's where you're wrong, my friend. They line the they line the title the, the title basin. Oh, well, there you go. But uh, they were actually a gift from the J- the Japan after uh, World War II when we well nuked the hell out of them. So it's kind of a peace offering, and uh, that's how cherry blossoms made their way over to the U.S. So a little fun fact there. But I love them. I think the hint of of pink. I like Dude, that. Like. I'm an idiot. You're right. It is a, it is on the mall too. I Thanks. when I go to see the cherry blossoms, I see them on the title basin right there by the Jefferson Memorial. But you're, Thanks, man. you're right. I'm sorry. I figured they lined the mall on the outside. I'm an idiot. <laughs> that's a that's all on me. Continue. <laughs> well, it's just cool because it's like a straight line um, that you can like basically see like the water in the middle, and then you got the Washington Monument like straight ahead. It's just like you know, or you face the other way. You got the Lincoln. So I think it's just. That's a cool, cool little thing that they're doing here. I like it. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. I like these, like, subtleties of when these city connect jerseys like hit and then it's just like a subtlety that only the city really understands and you know now more people are gonna understand like why cherry blossoms are a thing and why it's like a big deal to the city it's cool i like that yeah i mean i'll agree with you on that on that point like i think it's i think it's cool when they they run with these angles that if you don't otherwise already know about it 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 kind of leads you to maybe research some history or whatever like with the uh what was it with the marlins um what was the theme of theirs again it was the was it the sugar kings mm-hmm. like yeah, i the i didn't really yeah i didn't really know anything about that whole right. that whole story or backstory that. yeah that's cool this is and, smart and being able to learn about that kind of thing was cool so for those who like you said that aren't really familiar with this so maybe you learn a little something uh but the jersey itself um how know. do you feel? Well, how do you feel about like the dark gray and white pants? Because it's gonna be obviously worn at home. So I will uh, now. I, I will like s- that. I will say, yeah the the 
I saw a peek at the pants. I don't. Let me pull them back up again. It just looks like single, like white with like a single pipe down the. No, from down the legs. From what I saw, though, no. Then I don't know if I sent you the post that the Nationals put out, but I think one of their. Let me see here. Tell me if I'm crazy here. Where did it go? Ah, uh, here we go. Tell me that's not. Tell me that's not the pants. Ooh. It's so it's like the that like navy the, bluish. The triple. And yeah, it's like the it's kind of like the Brewers, right? Don't the Brewers have that kind of piping where it's like the two on the outside and the one in the middle? So it's like yeah. the two navy and the pink in the middle. I'm assuming that's the pants. Yeah, we'll um, see. Uh, but they're. But I, I just looked it up. They're playing the Mets. So like, are the are the Mets not going to wear grays? I feel like that'd look weird. They probably just wear their road blues. They have this kind of what I'm tops, thinking. Yeah. yeah, which I hate. You by can't the have way. two gray teams. Yeah, I hate those. Met those blue roads like with the Terrible. silver letters at yeah. why? I don't know. I don't like Terrible. Um, but uh, I mean, I'm just sorry. I'm just looking at more pictures of it. Um, uh, the jersey itself. My gut wanted to say no, but the more I look at it, I, I'm kind of like coming it. around on it. I think the more I think when I when I see it in person, not in person, but just in action mm-hmm. and in person too. I'm sure I'll end up at a game or two this year that that they'll be wearing them. Um, I'm sure they'll grow me. And that happened last year. Like some of those jerseys that re- were released last year, I was like, eh, the, the pictures or the, the mock-ups, I was like, eh, I'm not yeah. really crazy about them. Like the, the Cubs one, I think, for example, I saw the pictures and I felt one way about it, but then I saw them on the field and I'm, it wasn't necessarily for better or for worse. I was just yeah. like, well, I feel a little differently I, about it. I just, I like when, when their colorway is different. I like when the colorway is different. For what they usually wear, there's no red in there, which is cool. Yeah, I, mean, I just per- I don't want to see any like red sleeves underneath. Like yeah, any of those that- players, like don't wear any like red accessories. Yeah, like Nike, you've this has been in the works for a while. You've had plenty of time to prepare these guys with the yeah. necessary accessories. Like I don't want to be. Yeah, and we don't need anybody pulling some neon sleeve stunt this no. for these uniforms or really yeah. any of these connect jerseys for that matter. I agree. Um. But I like when it's like a change in the colorway. It's it brings out something about the city, and it's not totally different. I think the the Marlins one was the only exception, just because it's like you know it's that Cuban uh, community that's so strong there. But like it, it also it, like you have no idea it's the Marlins, right? You know. So I think that we still know this is the Nationals without the colorway, and it talks about the city. Yeah, I mean, props to. I mean. Their uniforms already are, they, they take the patriotic route. But, I mean, props to them for thinking outside the box a little bit yeah, and not yeah. going with that, that predictable route. That'd be too easy, yeah. It's too, too easy. easy. And it's yeah. it, it, at that point, it's just a, another alternate jersey. It's not really, like, standing out from anything. Right. So, I mean, being 20 minutes down the road, I mean, it's cool to see the concept they ran with. I feel like we talked about this before. Does does the team have the freedom of like floating this in throughout the year? After, uh, I believe so. Because speaking specifically to the Sox, the Sox went on that stretch right. last year where they only wore the yellows because yeah. they were playing so well in them. So I, I think yeah. they probably have a minimum number that they have to mm. wear them. Probably some part of some contract with Nike. But I think beyond that, once you satisfy that that check that box i think yeah. you're you're free to do whatever i think they're dope dude i like them the i will say the one aspect of them that's sticking out to me the more i look at it is the the city abbreviation across the front like mm-hmm. that that's looking cleaner and cleaner the more i look right. at it yeah it's, i really i it's think like that's layered sharp. with the colors 
And it's weird, too, because it almost has this, like, I don't know. This may not make sense to you or anybody listening, but it almost it, it's almost like these jerseys have a hint of, like, the Negro League look to them, which is kind of cool. I feel you there. Like, I don't know if it's necessarily the design or the the way they've aligned the letters or the, the font or whatever it may be, but there's something about it that's just popping popping out to me as, like, some, I don't know what it is, but it, so- it looks cool. I think what's cool, and I don't know, I don't know if this is on purpose, but it's like somewhat of a subtlety at the letters, the white part. If you really zoom in, it looks like like marble. Oh, like what the true. monuments are made out of. Yes, that I didn't even notice that. Yeah, that's so awesome. If you zoom way in, you can see like that. Like that's what I meant by like. It's the like the shadowing. Texture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like the shadow of the marble. That's that's really it's, cool. It's I like all know. the marble monuments that you see in DC. That, yes, that's what it reminds me that's, of. Okay, that's cool. And. Wow, if I don't know if you can see, but actually here I got it pulled up. That patch they have yeah. like the it's like the color the colorway of yeah. the jersey for the patch. Like it's not like your classic national right. patch. Yeah, I'm a fan. All right, you know what? It, it's You're kinda, in now. It's it's grown on me. It's grown on me. That marble little subtlety is fire. That's a nice little touch. And they do have the uh, the subtle pattern of the cherry blossoms all like. That's what I was saying, like that, the that like background yeah. uh, design that's in the jersey. I like that too, and the DC flag patch on the side. That's dope too. All right, right. I'm yeah. See, I we're think there. I'm, I think I'm in. You you brought me there. All right, all right. Let's go. You brought me there. Love that. All right. Well, good chat. Um, in terms of the in terms of the rest of the the uniforms, I said I know you said you mentioned the Rockies and Padres as being two that you're looking forward to. Yeah. I think the Padres are going to go like, I could see like full military mode, you know, since like, it's just, there's naval stuff going all around in San Diego. I could see that going down. What in the world? Let me ask you this. Having, having been out there for a a chunk of time in your life, what angle are the Rockies going to take? Because that similar to DC, it's like, well, we could take the, the obvious route here, but we're going to have to think outside the box. Like what in the world are the Rockies going to do? I have no idea. Like, what else do you tap into? I feel like they already do it. The mountains are already involved, right? And then, honestly, I mean, I like, you look at the other teams, they have fun with it. Like, the Broncos are very loud with their orange and blue. The Nuggets have, like, this rainbow thing that they right. they do. So, like, I'm just, I'm super curious of, of how, what they tap into, what they're going to use. I would say, I mean, go, like, full beer mode. And just like kind of you know incorporate like cores, I guess. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't I know if know. that's something Nike can really tap into. Like if they can, yeah, kind of overlap with the different industry or you know because you have brewers like that are a couple weeks later too. So like right. I'm assuming that's going to be. I don't know. That don't has know. to play into it a little bit. That's less than three weeks after yeah. they release theirs. I could see. I mean, if or if debut. you're thinking um, like stuff that's kind of there like uh the columbine flower is like really big in colorado so maybe there's something there kind of like similar to the nationals um yeah i i don't know outside of like snow and even if it's not yeah i mean even if it's not the rockies it's gonna have to be something environmental based whether it be uh what's that what's that place um you took me to when we're out there red rocks Uh, yeah like yeah, that that kind of setting or, or something yeah. nature involved, like there's that's that's like their biggest yeah. selling point. I feel like it's I could see a little 
potentially a little dinosaur action going on. I don't know if they can tap that tap into that. For those who don't know, the um, their mascot Dinger is a dinosaur because when they were building Coors Field, they they dug up dinosaur bones and fossils and stuff. So that's why they made Dinger their mascot. So maybe something there. Yeah, I don't know. Or maybe they just maybe we're just thinking we're overthinking this, and maybe they do take the obvious route. Just a and snowball. go mountains. No, well, I was just say they <laughs> they go they go with the mountains, but they're the Rockies. They do all that stuff so well. So it's like yeah. maybe they're just. They're just like, yeah. you know what, we're going to go with exactly what you're thinking of, and we're going to do oh, it. No. Yeah, you got, like, the Aspen trees there, too, so, like, maybe something there. I don't know. I feel like the Astros has to be, like, space or something, the Royals. I know somebody in our group the mentioned, highway. like, barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> barbecue or something. That'd be – I feel like the Royals have a lot of potential the more I think about it. Like, there's a there's a rich history there. It's lots to work with. Brewers, I mean, I feel like your options are kind of limited, but I'm excited to see what they do. The Angels – I, I could Couldn't go either way. I, I don't know. Yeah, like I, not Genuinely exactly, ex- no idea. Not exactly excited, but I mean, it's L.A. or yeah, Anaheim. You wanna, yeah, Anaheim. Whatever you want to technically call them, there, yeah. there's stuff to work with there. And then the Padres, like you said, I think military. Um, other than that, uh, well, let me ask you this before we wrap up: the Nationals. Where, where does this? I mean, I know you're gonna have to recall some some of the older jerseys, but Ooh. off the top of your dome, where are you ranking these? I'm going to go pretty high, actually. I think um, the Marlins one is still dope. I wasn't huge on either of the Sox teams, either the White Sox or the No, or the you Red were Sox. you were big on, unless you've changed your mind, you were big on the White Sox one. So, yeah, they've kind of faded on, on me a little bit. Yeah. Kind of lost it a little bit. I'm trying to think of who else did it. I, I, was, I, was, I think I'm in the minority. I'm pretty big on the Diamondbacks one. I love that one. That one was sick. I can't remember. Was that with the pants the same color too, or did they go white? Pants it was like that? I think they went the same color. I so it was think. like a color rush kind of thing. Yeah, but it was like that, like cream off white college look. I was all about those. Maybe they didn't. Maybe that's what was the big mess up. I don't know. These are. Uh, I would say these are probably top three for me. The Nationals one. Okay, so we've got the. Uh, I've got them pulled up here. Yeah, we got the D backs. We got the Giants who had like the. No, I didn't like that one. Yeah. Terrible. Uh, Dodgers, which is Los Dodgers, all blue. Didn't like that one. Didn't like that. Wrigleyville. Didn't like that one. Didn't really like that one. White Sox. Not bad. Not bad. The Red Sox, the Boston Marathon, yellow. I get it, but I wasn't wasn't a huge fan of it. Yeah. I think that's a, that's a lot of people. Um, yeah. And then the Marlins. Yeah. I'm going, I'm, I'm going Nationals probably like two behind the Marlins. I'd probably put them. I feel like my bias is coming out a little bit, though. Just like the DC bias, you know. Yeah, I mean, you you built a pretty convincing argument. I, I'll right, say that. Right. I I was prepared to come on here and just kind of poo poo on them, but <laughs> I'm 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 there. I think I'm there with you. Maybe not to the point where you're at, but I'm 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 close. All right, fair. And like I said, maybe I catch a couple games, see them in person, might change yeah. my mind completely. Yeah, they're probably. T- I mean, it's not saying much for Nike, but for me, they're probably two or three because a lot of these are just overall. They're awful. just like there's more bad ones than good ones. Yeah, I mean, it's a look. It's a tough sport to try to introduce a concept like this in. Like, yeah, we're just stubborn. New jerseys, like what? And we're these, you telling me these aren't permanent alternates? Like you're only just wearing these a couple fans, times a year, dude. Get used to it. We need to just embrace change because we are gonna have so much change here at the next this next ten year stretch. 
so much is going to change. And uh, I, I think the whole league is going to be restructured soon. You know what's interesting? It's funny. It's really funny to me how, and I promise the last thing I'll say about the uniforms, then we'll wrap up. But it's interesting to me how if you look at the teams that are still left off, so I will say Boston to me was maybe the the one example that kind of hurts my case here. But you look at a lot of the classic teams, you look at the Yankees, you look at the Tigers, you look at the mm-hmm. Cardinals. Haven't seen those yet. Yeah, so those I'm are thinking be the real ones that tell us how it goes. Well, yeah, and what I'm thinking is is Nike's holding off on those because they're like, all right, let's let people just get used to seeing these all the time yeah. and then we'll yeah. kind of slide these in at the very end and then we'll be done. Who knows, yeah. but th- there's got to be an element of that. I don't feel I'm not looking forward to the Yankees one. I I, I have a rough feeling about it. If they a were rough feeling, if they were like smart, the you Cubs, would... you know, it was just like, all right, you didn't change too much, so you don't want to mess with it. I mean, they they change it pretty like unless the Yankees severely. can find a way to go like straight up like FDNY or NYPD route. I don't know. That so would be... be let down. That'd be sick, right? Yeah, you can't like hate on those. Yeah, that'd be dope. Or you just take some sort of like retro angle and just tap into like the old the, the old Yankee days. And somehow, kind of like how the White Sox a, did, yeah, yeah. You kind of, you kind of revolutionize it a little, or you know what I mean, like kind of rejuvenate it a little bit, yeah, in, yeah. A, in a more modern way. Huh? Who knows? I, I think the one I'm looking forward to the most is the Phillies. I feel like there's a lot of a lot of potential there, a lot of room to work with with the yeah. Phillies. Constitution, Liberty Bell. There's a lot they can work with. Yeah, City Brotherly Love. Ooh. Yeah, Rocky. Yeah, there's a lot, a lot going there. Rocky, that's a good one, yeah. There's all sorts of elements there. Um, All right, well, that'll about do it for me, unless you got anything else for the people. Uh, As I mentioned last or at the beginning of the episode, um, we should see you guys later this week. Uh, Oh, yeah, and sorry for missing last week. Nate was going out of town, and we had some technical issues, and so we're just like, you know, whatever, screw it. Yeah, we just kind of shipped it in. Um, But to be fair, we usually don't start the two weeks until the season starts so anything on top of that's been a bonus for you guys so you're welcome uh but we'll see you guys at the end of this week most likely and then next tuesday will be the 2022 hot takes and predictions episode uh it should be all i have love it don't go chasing curveballs we love y'all and as always looking forward to talking more baseball with you guys soon until next time stay filthy